Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome in. This is the herd, wherever you may be and however you may be making this part of your day. Thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb in for Colin Cowherd. It's that weird tweener weekend, right? Most of your kids are back in school. Two of your kids back in school. Some kids are back, some are not. Um, Part of me wants, like, all school things to be uniform. But there was a time when my kids were in year-round school, and I thought that was dope, right? Because in your... Off for like three week stretches, you're off when everybody else is on. So then you can like travel and go do some stuff. But the uh, sporadic nature of some schools and some school districts starting, you know, last week, week before, and some not starting till the end. And heck, when I was when I was a kid in Southern California, it was after Labor Day back when we got our start. And anyway, you know the the thing I could never tackle when I was a kid was so the first day of school you had your first day of school outfit right that was big right the the drip was always important but my drip always included like a brand new t-shirt but those brand new t-shirts always had that real strong crease down the middle and you didn't want to wash it because you washed it well it doesn't look like a brand new t-shirt and you couldn't really iron it because back then you know it was before things were like sublimated they were like you could melt and screw up the front I don't know, music, you were always you're always a well-dressed dude. How did you navigate that first day of school drip? Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. But part of, and maybe this was just more my time in school, was like that made it like cool. Like you knew that T-shirt yeah, had to be new because it still had the creases in it. Yeah. So it wasn't something you wanted to get rid of. You were like hoping that your T-shirt had that on it. Yeah. 
Yeah. The, 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 the problem with, and again, I don't know what elementary schools you guys all went to, right? Or what part of the country it's in. But in California, right, everything you do outside is going to be on blacktop. So if you have new sneakers, they are trashed after one. Oh, day. yeah. Mm-hmm. They are tra- tra- It's like the greatest waste of money ever is new sneakers <laughs> at a California elementary school because they are just, there's nothing you can do. Whereas if you're in the Midwest or in the East, right, your, your elementary school, most things are inside. Now you'll go outside to play, but it's not always on blacktop. It's not, it's not the same. Sometimes yet where you have gym class, right? Where you actually can wear your nice sneakers in inside in gym class. But California, like you, your shoes are gone. Yeah, it's either the you're you got two options. It's either the black top just shreds them up, or just grass stains on everything because you're out on the field. That's it. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's that's accurate. We're getting ready for week two of most teams' uh, preseason games and. It's generally progressed this way, right? Where you play a little bit more week two and then week three, you, you know, sometimes you play a half and then week four, you don't play any. Obviously, it's changed with the schedules, but with, with the fewer preseason games or the fewer preseason looks. Russell Wilson had this quote speaking to reporters after yesterday's practice. Wilson said he believes it's all coming together as the team continues to gain more experience in Sean Payton's system. Quote, the best part is that we're really catching on to everything we want to do. We're having consistency, just coming out of the field, using walkthroughs, using practices to get our minds right before practice. Now, Sean Payton said that they're going to get 15 to 18 snaps against the nine, um, in their preseason opener. Uh, excuse me. They, he wanted them to get 15 to 18 snaps in the preseason opener against the Cardinals. This week, he wants 20 to 24 against the Niners. What I've heard out of Denver is it is better, but we don't know what that better means, right? Like, well, is it better than it was a couple weeks ago with Russell Wilson? Yes. Is it good? That's, that's a whole different thing. And it's really fascinating because there's a lot of moving parts to any team. And as we stated with the jets, like, look, if you can't block, it doesn't really matter what else you do. You just, you can't block, you can't run. And if you can't run, you become one bench. And if you're back there trying to throw and you can't block, you're, it's not going to be good. But I would say that no team's success or failure is going to be blamed or... Um, I don't want to do the acclaim. That's, the, that's rhyming. Um, it, it revolves... The discussion will completely revolve around Russ. And it's interesting. Like Obviously, Sean Payton's been really successful. Going back to his days calling plays with the Cowboys... Fast forward to what he's done with the Saints. I mean, Drew Brees uh, became a Hall of Famer in New Orleans playing for Sean Payton. Now, part of it was Brees' personal improvement. Part of it was building a system around a diminutive quarterback who could see and had a unique way of being able to step up in the pocket. Now, Russ is different. He does not step up in the pocket. Like, he gets really, really deep. And, yeah, he does like to run around back there and try and make plays. And I think last year it was obvious he's not the same guy because of the weight. Now he's lost some of the weight, but, you know, Father Time is like the 72 Dolphins, completely undefeated. So the more reps shouldn't be a surprise. The volume of reps they got in week one and now the volume of in week two feels like, well, that's a bit heavier. Most teams, most teams have put those volume of reps in to the dual practices. 
The Broncos want to do it in a real, or real, whatever, preseason game. Obviously, it opens you up to injuries, but I think Sean Payton's a little bit old school. We're like, look, if we have the legit discussion, guys are getting hurt at a similar rate anyway. And, you know, maybe one reason they're getting hurt is they're, they're not taking a volume of reps in the preseason. So you're not building up kind of a layer of, uh, of resistance to all the, the physical pounding. Do I know if Russell ever get it back? No. Have I been told in Denver that he looks better than he did last year and better on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis? Sure. Is that better good enough to be, you know, the second or third best quarterback in a division with two super elite young quarterbacks? I don't know. But I can't think of a better, more interesting watch. Because remember, Sean Payton turned down the job the first time around. And then they came back around to him, offered him a crazy amount of money, and then he took the job. But but Peyton has also done, he's done a really nice job of making it so much, not just about my way or the highway with not having excess trainers and coaches in the building, whatever, like they had for Russ, but also kind of making it about Russ. He gets a total pass. If, they, if their offense stinks this year, he gets a pass. If their offense is good, he's the one who fixes it. This is a win-win for Sean Payton. And oh yeah, by the way, if you look at his contract, Russell's not going anywhere anyway, so you, you better try and make it work with the guy. But I'm fascinated to see Denver and what it looks like with Russell Wilson this year because so many people have said they think he's done. And the only thing I can I can think back on is I was we were talking about the Michael Orr story a bunch, and I don't know how much how much has Colin gotten into that uh, music in terms of the Michael Orr story with the we have with, not uh, we have not discussed it. We sort really? of let it yeah we let it be its own thing. There was much back and forth on many different perspectives and opinions on. Who received what and how it all laid out? We, uh, we no, I, I definitely it think it was one of those. When the story first came out, uh, it was one of those. Holy cow! These people are the are terrible human beings. But you had to sit there and go like, okay, well, there has to be some something I'm missing here. Then they came out with their story, like, okay, well, that, that reads really differently than his story. And you start to understand the dynamics of movie book deal make a ton of money, and yet Michael Ward didn't make much money. He's clearly blaming the family for what feels like signing a bad deal, but were there, did they have nefarious intentions? I, I, I don't know. From their side, it feels like that. My point is that in the great stories in the history of sports, Michael Orr and I think Kurt Warner are two of the best. But if you look at Kurt Warner's career, go back and track it, right? Like, Northern Iowa to Arena League to Europe to back up and then gets an opportunity with the Rams. Greatest show on turf. Unbelievable two and a half seasons or so, maybe three seasons with the Rams. And then it started to fall apart. Then he goes to the Giants and he had like a hand injury. Could never, and, he, and they end up obviously having Eli and then eventually became Eli's job. And he was almost out of the league. Then he goes to Arizona as Leinart's backup, replaces Leinart when Leinart gets hurt. And then wins the job the next year and comes back and takes the the Arizona Cardinals to the Super Bowl. The point is that in relation to Russell Wilson, and they're, they're very different players, right? Russell, 
you know, for the last decade, if you close your eyes, you think of a Seattle Seahawks game. Most of your impressions are Russell Wilson at the end of the game, running around behind the line of scrimmage, trying to make a play. And more times than not, it seemed like it worked. That's different than Kurt Warner, unbelievable quick release, arm strength, both intelligent guys, but a different way of, of playing the same. The point is that if you want to say, I haven't seen a guy fall off like that, I give you Kurt Warner fell off like that. And if you also want to say, I haven't seen a guy get it back after falling off, I give you Kurt Warner as well. There are other guys in which we could, Vinny Testaverde got it back, you know? He was a bust, and then all of a sudden he got it back late in his career with the Jets. But it's going to be interesting to find out because Sean Payton, even though, you know, it's his job to fix it, if it doesn't get fixed, I do believe most of the blame will be on Russell this year. Last year was on the coaching staff and a good amount on Russell. This year he loses the weight, which only tells people that he was too heavy last year. But I think because of the pedigree of Sean Payton, there ain't no way the, the finger is going to be pointed at him. Even the offensive line, it's kind of a no, no lose for him. And I, that's probably the biggest question that they have. But the game two reps, there's going to be a high volume of them. High volume of them for the Denver Broncos. All right, coming up next. Um, what do we make? What do we make? of Lamar Jackson wanting to throw more. How come we don't even talk about the Browns anymore after dominating the offseason? And, oh yeah, by the way, can the Jets win despite their offensive line? We'll ask lights out. Sean Marion. Sean Merriman joins us next in The Herd. One more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort 
with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style, plus their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At the end of your first year, Discover Credit Cards automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, see terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Doug Gottlieb for Colin. This is The Herd, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app. Sean Merriman joins us. He's a former All-Pro linebacker, of course. Uh, uh, Lights Out 10 is this Saturday. The twin, oh, excuse me, a week from Saturday. At um, uh, where's Sean? Where's the the next event? What casino? Yeah, is we'll that? be in San Diego at Casino Palma. Um, Lights Out Extreme Fight. We're back, man. It's our, our tenth one. Uh, first time in San Diego, man. It's just a big deal for us at Casino Palma. People can get their tickets at LightsOutXF.com. And uh, we'll be live on Fubo TV, Fubo Sports, man. So if you guys don't have Fubo, get it for sure. Okay, I, I actually want to start with the team you're most famous for, which is when you were a star with the then Chargers from San Diego, now the LA Chargers. I was at their camp this week, and I mean, a blind man can see like that is a talented, talented roster, right? And uh, done so far, knock wood, no issues. They got Rashawn Slater back. Joey Bosa's healthy. Obviously, Derwin James, you got your quarterback signed up essentially for from, you know, for the next six, seven years. Uh, thing, things appear to be good. What, in your mind, can mentally get them over the hump? Because you know how it is. Like, charging has become a verb where you feel like something bad is always going to happen, like it happened in the playoffs. What gets a team like that over the hump? I think, honestly, man, um, and I hate to sound, you know, cliche or you know, just basic, but it's, it's going to come down to injuries, right, and these guys' health. Uh, last year, I think that most people can say that no one's seen anything like that in the history of, of football where that many of your big-name guys, your key guys, your starters, not only go down for a game or two, I'm talking about six-plus, eight-plus season injuries, right? If you look at last year, how, how often was Khalil Mack and Joey Bolts on the field at the same time? How often was Keenan Allen and Mike Williams on the field at the same time? Very seldom. You know, even Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert got the rib injury early on during the season. He was battling for about four to six weeks. And so we've never seen anything like this. So I'm guessing this. And I know everybody's going to keep bringing up the Jaguars playoff game. I get it. They should have won. They, they took their foot off the gas. In my opinion, they shouldn't have been there in the first place. They battled through. It showed a lot of adversity. You know, uh, you know adversity and found a way to get in the playoffs. So regardless of how it ended up last year, just for them to get there with those amount of injuries, man, was pretty incredible. was pretty incredible, uh, but the expectations are, are, are sky high. Let, let's get to, to Denver. We were just talking about Russell Wilson and didn't look good week one. Offensive line issues galore. What do you think the likelihood is that he has a career resurrection this year? I think it's one to none. To be quite honest, and I, I love Russell Wilson for everything he is. You know, his faith, the, the family man he is, the, the leader, the positive energy he, he, he just exudes to, exudes to everyone. I get that. I love that part of him. Russell Wilson is not the same player he once was. He will never be the same player he once was. And people need to understand that and, and, and come, to, come to terms that that's going to be the deal. Um, 
we're not we're not giving Pete Carroll enough credit uh, for Russell Wilson's um, you know his his career in general. Uh, you seen what, what Pete Carroll's doing with Geno Smith right now? Geno Smith played what four or five different teams. All of a sudden, he gets to Seattle with Pete Carroll, and now he's a Pro Bowl caliber caliber player. He's a he's you know, he's a um, a really good quarterback. We haven't seen that, and we've seen what happens when Russell Wilson left. Left. He's not in that scheme. He's not under the umbrella of Pete Carroll anymore. And this has got nothing to do with Sean Payton. I'm not. I'm not saying that Sean Payton's not a great court, uh, coach, but I think that the best days for Russell Wilson is behind him now. I, 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 I look based upon what I saw last year. I would agree, but I mean, we saw Kurt Warner have a career resurrection. We've seen Randall, Randall Cunningham career resurrection. Vinny Testaverde. So uh, that that part will be that part will be fascinating. Let, let me go to the Jets. Um, offensive line issues appear to be like the one weakness. And Robert Sala, their head coach, called out the group in a, in a team meeting. Um, meanwhile, they, they signed Dalvin Cook. There's not really offensive linemen on, on the market. How, how difficult is it to have a really good offense, even with great skill position players, if you're not good up front? Very difficult, and, and and why? Because they're playing in the AFCE's division, where there's tons of D linemen and pass rushes. They're going to have to see week in and week out. Um, if they were playing somewhere else, where you don't have some a couple of dominant pass rushers and a couple of dominant interior guys, they may be able to get away with it and still possibly win a division. Um, but last time I checked, you're not running the ball with an average or below average offensive line. You just won't. And as great as Aaron Rodgers is, he can't throw the ball from his back. And it looks like right now that's where he's going to spend a good amount of his time this year if they don't fix the offensive line issues. Now, I know that they talked about uh, Bakatari and a couple guys coming over, um, you know, to, to kind of get them some help. They need to make a decision on that now. Don't get to week three or four and try to see what a trade deadline is. You need to adjust those problems right now because it can get, get really bad for, for that offense quickly if they don't fix that problem. Why would the Packers trade David Bakhtiari? Well, for one, I, I don't I don't see them doing a whole lot this year in general. And there's no knock against Jordan Love, but I think we've all seen enough. We've all seen that he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to be close to Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to fill the shoes of Aaron Rodgers. And I don't care how positive they're talking about him in the locker room because they have to. That's your teammate. You're supposed to talk good about him. But let's face it, he's nowhere close. He's not going to be close to Aaron Rodgers. So if you're looking at that, let's see what you can get for Bakatari right now. right? Let's see if you can get some draft picks. Let's see if you can get something right now because they're going to be in a rebuilding stage for the next couple of years regardless of how Jordan Love plays or not. Dude, he hadn't started – I mean, he hadn't – he played, what, one game in his life? <laughs> you're waving the white flag already? Yeah, I just – look, we've seen enough where, you know, with Jordan Love – When? Wait, when? Sean, help me out. When? We 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 seen in the preseason games, right? Come on, man. We've seen come in the on. Preseason games. We've seen like what 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 have we seen that he's going to step in and and do anything in Aaron Rodgers' place? If can he look, can if, he if can he start can he start a couple of games first? Like, look, do but, I think? But, do but, I, hold, on, do, hold, on, hold on one second. Like, if if he look, they were trying to get Aaron Rodgers out the door years ago. They were trying to get Aaron Rodgers out the door years ago. No, if, they were not. George, That's the, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop. Stop. Stop for one second. Let's have a legit discussion about this. When they dra- you're talking about when they drafted Jordan Love? When they drafted Jordan Love, their they whole objective was to get Aaron Rodgers out of that locker room, off no, of that what, team. Within the no, next no, no, it wasn't. No, 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 it wasn't. Jordan Love, okay, was a, was a developmental prospect, 
right? He played start played two years in college, one good, one not good. Aaron Rodgers was coming off a season where everyone who covered the sport said it felt like he was in decline. It was not a, they were not trying to get him out of the building right away. They were trying to have a succession plan. And Aaron Rodgers turned around and had two MVP seasons. Okay. Meanwhile, they tried to develop Jordan Love. So it wasn't they were trying to get him out of the building right then. They were trying to have a, they're never going to draft in the top 10 because they're the Packers and they're a good organization. So in order to get the next quarterback, they had to get one in the 20s, just like they got with Aaron Rodgers. How, 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 do, you, how, do, you draft, how do you draft a quarterback that high and he's not playing? I, I just don't. You had Aaron Rodgers. They need it. Listen, they need it. Okay, so if you got a quarterback there who, is, who you know can go out and get it done, why not go get a defensive lineman, a pass rusher, a wide receiver, offensive lineman, somebody to help Aaron Rodgers? They were trying to get Aaron Rodgers out the door, and they couldn't because Jordan Love isn't the player they thought he was going to be. You don't draft a guy in the first round. Could they have drafted uh, T? Uh, what? What? Uh, not T. Y. Hilton. Um, T. Hig- they could have taken T. Higgins. Like that's that. That's the guy. They were in the twenties, dude. And based upon their board, they felt like they could get the quarterback of the future. And the timeline matched up with, with this year. And it only got messy because, turns out, Aaron still had juice in the tank, right? But the idea that they were trying to get him... Remember, they were coming off of playing in an NFC... They, they, they played in the NFC playoffs, the NFC championship game, right? They consistently in the playoffs and deep into the playoffs. So the idea that they had to go out and get one rookie here, one rookie there just goes against what they've always done. Again, I'm, I'm not saying they handled it perfectly or Aaron handled it perfectly, but I would defend Jordan Love in that no one on earth, Jordan Love included, thought he was going to play in the first couple of years, and this was supposed to be the year where he's the starter, and he is. And I mean, I think we could give him a season or a half a season to see what he I, is. I, but why, but, but you, he's not new to the system. He's not new to what's going on. How do you need that much time in order to figure because out? Because he hasn't played in any games. Well, he's played enough. He's, been, he's had enough when? game time experience. What, when? When he's gotten the game. He was good he last year done, against Philadelphia. He was good last was year that? against Philadelphia. I don't think he's as good as he played, but he's, he was good last year against Philadelphia. So I, I just don't I, – I don't – I understand what you're saying. You're saying like, look, they're not going to be that good anyway. But I would guess that what the Packers are sitting there going like, well, let's, why don't we find out? We have all these young wide receivers. All of our money is tied up into Bakhtiari and Aaron Jones, right? Everybody else is on a rookie contract in terms of skill position, guys. And let's figure out what we got, see if he's any good. And if he's not, and we get to, you know, before the trade deadline, we can always move Bakhtiari and, and plan on starting over next year. But I mean, the idea that we're starting over before we start, that I don't understand. Yeah, I, no, no one's ever going to admit it. I mean, the truth be told, no one's ever going to admit it. But I think they know what they got on the team. I know they, what they think they got in the locker room. I'm just saying for the Jets' sake, yeah. I would go after Bakatari right now. I'm not going to wait to the trade deadline. I would make a, make a move now. We know what the offensive line looks like for the Jets. So that, that move, to me, in my opinion, has to be made right now by the Jets somewhere. Uh, a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott. Some people think they're going to be better than the Eagles. Some people think business as usual. What do you think of Dak at this point? That, you know, he's, uh, he's Dak Prescott, right? I mean, he's a, a great leader, great teammate, um, says the right things when he's supposed to. He's just not a great quarterback. It's, it's, it's just one of those things, man, that um, I think because of all of his other positive intangibles that people are not really on him as much as they should be. But I'll say this, that if, if he doesn't perform this year or get, those, get 
uh, the Cowboys in the playoffs or deep in the playoffs, they should look at moving Dak Prescott. Find a way to bring someone else in there because they they have a great team in other positions. They have one of the best defense players in Parsons in football. Lawrence, one of the best cornerback tandem in football, if not the best. And the only thing, but you're just not going to win without a great quarterback in this league. So, and, and no, too, they, they're going to have to see the Eagles, and you know the the Commanders are probably going to be a better team this year coming in with new ownership and everything else. If they don't go deep in the playoffs, the Cowboys, they need to look at making a move with Dak Prescott some way, somehow. Uh, the Eagles uh, lost seven starters, their offensive and defensive coordinator, but uh, Jalen Hurts is back, new contract, and he far exceeded anybody's realistic expectations of him last year. He's got two absolute dudes to throw to. And defensively, even though you know you have some age up front, they've re- seemingly replaced them in the draft. But not having having lost your coordinators feels like on the outside changes you a lot. What do you think of the Eagles? Last year, easiest schedule in the NFL, but they get all the way to the Super Bowl, nearly win the Super Bowl. What do you think of the Eagles this year? I think they got a chance to get back, um, but mainly because of the division they're in. Um, there's no question about it. They're going to be hurting this year without the D coordinator and, and those guys there. They 100% are not going to look the same. But the addition of like Carter, their D line right now, the way they can pass rush, uh, uh, you know, they got a great pass rush out there. Yeah, the, the players are still there. I just we don't know enough about the scheme of how they're going to put them in a the position. But I tell you, man, Carter looks like <laughs> like a guy who's been in the league for five years already. Um, the way he likes to get after it. So if they win another division, I would say they will probably have uh, an uphill battle. But in the division they're in. I, you know, they, they got a shot every year until they find a way to, uh, to Dallas find a way to compete with them, to be honest. And, and that for the commanders as well. Sean Merriman joining us here uh, in the herd. I'm Doug Gottlieb filling in for Colin. Heard on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. Are you a buyer into Tua and his ability to stay healthy? You know, he, he did some MMA stuff to learn how to fall because he just kept getting ragdolled and hitting his head. Um, there's questions, obviously, I think you were at the Charger game last year. They opened up with the Chargers in terms of his ability to throw outside the numbers with arm strength. But they, they do have a talented roster, and they appear to believe in him. What are, what's your level of belief in Tua? They, it, 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 again, it, it's going to come down with health to him. Um, you know, I know he's been picking up some jiu-jitsu. By the way, I, I try to tell and, and talk to a lot of guys, obviously me being in the MMA space now and trained with some of the best in the world for 17 years and been around the sport. I think it's just it's healthy for you to pick up some kind of discipline, whether it's any kind of combat sport. So I think that's going to help him. At the end of the day, um, he doesn't have too many opportunities to have the injuries that he had before, right? Hit the, the big hit, we slammed his head on the back of the ground, and we saw you know how scary that looked on TV. Uh, some of the other concussions were him just wobbling and going back down. Like These are not injuries that you can say, okay, I'll try it again, I'll try it again. Like He, he has to... Those type of injuries have a hit count. And at some point in time, if that happens again, someone somewhere, whether it's in an organization, his family, his friends, somebody is going to have to figure out whether they need to pull the plug on his career, period. You know, he's had too many of those, too many of those big concussions and, and too many problems going forward um, to keep happening. But it's no doubt about it. If he's healthy, if he's healthy, he puts him in the best position to win that division this year if, if he's healthy. Sean, awesome stuff, man. Um, again, the the event lights out, lights out ten. That's next Saturday at Casino Palmba. 
Uh, that's uh, live on FUBU. Of course, you can go get tickets in San Diego. You can watch it. First time, they're going to be in San Diego. Sean, thanks so much for joining us in the herd. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, that's my man, Sean Merriman. Let's get you to Ryan Music with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I get a little back and forth there in regards to, to Jordan Love. Listen, I'll tell you guys one thing. I'm staying out of it. I want no part of Gottlieb v. Merriman. I'll I, happily I, sit on the sidelines and let you guys settle it on the field like like a bunch of tough guys. I'm not I'm, I'm not the tough guy to the level of Sean. In terms of, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I want no part I'm glad of that. You could realize that on your own. I wasn't no, going to say no, it. No, but you no, got no, it. No, part, no part of that one. Yeah. I thought he was going to uh, challenge you, Doug, to uh, lights out 10 next weekend yeah. in the ring, in the cage. Hard late, pass. A late hard add pass. to the card, maybe, you know? Oh, the octagon. Pass. Hard pass. All right, let's, uh, uh, let's kick things off here. You guys had touched on it. Cowboys, they've had an interesting summer. Uh, including a few scuffles have been reported during their training camp, which isn't exclusive to the Dallas Cowboys, but something of note. Dak Prescott, the well-spoken statesman that he is, had this to say about the confrontations. That's a credit to everything that we've really put into this team, into both units. Feeling like we're nobody's little brother. I told the offense the other day I grew up being a little brother. That's not happening anymore. So how about that? A little positive spin on uh, training camp fights that we've seen from the Cowboys out in Oxnard, California. I don't know. Like, I, I can't get into the, the, the training camp. I, I struggle really hard to get into the training camp fights. Uh, yeah, look, I'll like, say you this. Got a bunch of, you got a bunch of dudes with helmets and shoulder pads on. They're hitting each other. They're hot. They're, they just... I don't know. What are you going to say? You just, uh, well, look, and... It's just one thing, and I'm with you. I think training camps are mostly nothing. But in the larger picture of what the Cowboys have been this offseason and this training camp, it it's just another piece to the puzzle that isn't necessarily seeming like they're firing on all cylinders. Obviously, there's no more Zeke, no more Kellen Moore. You had Zach Martin's contract holdout, which is now over. You've had Dak continuing to struggle with interceptions after leading the league in interceptions last year. And then you had the Trayvon Diggs openly and publicly talking trash to Dak about said interceptions. And now several training camp fights. I'm not saying it's a disaster. I'm just saying it doesn't appear as though this is the most flattering of representations that you would want to have as a team who year in and year out has the expectations of trying to contend for a Super Bowl. Look, I believe if we went back and tracked all the herds that I filled in on, I mean, you can go back when I was at at CBS radio, sports radio. I was the one saying during his rookie year, I was like, put Romo in. Romo has a higher ceiling. Um, But people love Dak. They love Dak the leader, but I think there's a you get to a point you're like, dude, I love you as a guy, but you got to be better as a player. And I think that's the part that we all notice is that people are in love with Dak the human being, Dak the leader, but I don't think he has the goods to be an elite quarterback. And I think the realization brings frustration from a lot of people. I, that, that discussion is a real discussion in that, you know, he was a lot better than where he was drafted and he probably overachieved based upon his skill set with intelligence and toughness and leadership, but there does come a when rubber meets the road. He's just, he's not an elite guy. And that's the elite guys. Get them, get them, get get your team by those things that others cannot. Yeah. As uh, 
Collins pointed out a lot several times throughout this offseason is you compare the numbers alongside Kirk Cousins and they are almost identical in a very somewhat comical sense that we look at Kirk Cousins and bemoan him but Dak Prescott has the star on the side of his helmet and he is regularly uh, celebrated. We'll stick in the NFC East. One of the division rivals of the Dallas Cowboys would be the Washington Commanders. And one of the final quarterback battles in the NFL has come to an end with Commanders head coach Ron Rivera announcing Sam Howell as their starting quarterback. The fifth round pick out of North Carolina started one game last season. Uh, Didn't necessarily go great, but most expectations were that he would become the starter. Earlier this week, Ron Rivera had held off and was hesitant to name him the starter, but he now makes that official this morning. Well, I mean, that's been a long discussed. I mean, I, the, the Ron Rivera thing is going to be fascinating, right? Like Eric Bieniemy, I think people yeah. are starting to see why Eric Bieniemy hasn't gotten a head coaching job to this point because part of the head coaching, being a head coach, is you got to be a uniter, not a divider. <laughs> and that thing's not going over that well. Uh, Sam Howell's a. He. There's a lot of Baker Mayfield to him, you know, in that I don't know how great or talented he is, but he's a good leader and a good dude. And, of course, taking the fourth round so he doesn't cost you a bunch of money. That's a team to watch because when they've had competent quarterback play, even when Ron Rivera's there, they've been competent as a football team. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. Um, it's, it's interesting, like, they have... Good wide receivers. I mean, Terry McLaurin might be one of those wide receivers that doesn't get enough respect because he's had consistent production without consistent quarterback play. So if you get him a better quarterback, who knows how good he could be. They also have Jahan Dotson. Um, They still have one of the better defensive lines in the league. It almost feels like the that Washington could be one of those, like, Dark Horse, Seahawks, Giants teams of last year. No one's really talking about them. They don't really get discussed. They, nobody really has expectations for them. And all of a sudden in the NFC, you look up at the end of the year, they have 9, 10 wins, and you're like, how did they get into the playoffs? But yep. it could just be that. And we'll wrap up with this, Doug. Another quarterback situation the league has their eyes on, Trey Lance. It's been well discussed on this show. 49ers have made it clear that a healthy Brock Purdy is their starter. Hall of Famer and former Niners quarterback Steve Young had this to say about what we've seen from Lance, who struggled in his first preseason game of the year. Quote, He's squeezed. Every throw is a referendum on whether he's any good or not because he hasn't had a lot of college or even pro experience. The ability to go out and play and show people what he can do. There's this expectation, this fear, this anxiety. You're not free. You're not relaxed. You're pressing. You're pressing on every throw. All of a sudden, you're late. You get sacked. You go down. It becomes this, holy crap, how many bad things can happen? You just end up in a really bad spot. It's a heck of a quote, right? Yeah, but I think it's it's accurate, right? Like you you end up um, uh, being late in life and being late in plays, like all of that stuff builds up and ends up being a disaster. I think that's maybe maybe that's the takeaway. Yeah, and also to add to this. Shanahan had some comments. He said uh, Brock Purdy might be getting some reps in this week's preseason game. Otherwise, Sam Darnold will start, and Trey Lance will then be taking over for Darnold. 
So it would appear that that would mean that Trey Lance would now be third. Yeah, and that's been discussed by a lot of people. Like, and by the way, like I'm like the last remaining stockholder in Sam Darnold LLC. Uh, no, you are not, because uh, Colin Cowherd would be the primary stakeholder in the Sam Darnold LLC. I think it, I think you may be a minority partner there. I don't know. I mean, I thought he'd be better than Lamar, and he hasn't been. I, also uh, think- I will say, Colin, as of recently, I think put out that like they could still contend for a Super Bowl if Darnold was starting over. Oh, I, that I agree. Wow. I, I agree. Like Maybe I, I didn't I, realize you guys are equal partners in the uh, Sam Darnold LLC. Well, I mean, like, you know, when he had, even when he was in Carolina, he had Christian McCaffrey first three games. They were winning games, granted, against bad teams. You have the roster of of the, the Niners. You don't need a ton. And I think, you know, through attrition and through all the ups and downs, like, he he's still got a lot there, and now he's with an extremely well coached, put together roster. I I agree. I mean, Sam Darnold has way more talent than Brock Purdy does. Brock Purdy just understands the offense, does what he's told. But there's there's a ceiling there. I, I'm I'm with Colin. I guess we still own equal parts stock in Sam Darnold LLC. That's Rhyme Music with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. How far is Arch Manning from being a big-time college football quarterback? Maybe further away than you think. We'll discuss next in The Herd. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, 
visit helpisavailableforproblem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style, plus their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, visit tecovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Doug Hollywood for Collins, The Hurt, Fox Sports Radio. The iHeartRadio app. Collins back Monday. It's a game week Monday. Talk some Jets and Dalvin Cook, top of next hour. Plus, take you inside the NFL. Get all the comings and goings of the league with Jeff Howe from The Athletic. You're going to like our best for last. Uh, it, it revolves around uh, something I've actually done. I've actually done. You guys heard the quote from Tyreek Hill that he doesn't watch tape. Instead, he plays Madden. Nine poor games. Plays Madden. Now, I, I don't do that for watching tape, but I will be honest with you. This is my this is my twentieth year in national sports radio. Twentieth year, and uh, I will tell you unequivocally that. When I was at when I was at ESPN and I didn't have kids yet, and I would I was working at night, I did a show from seven p to one a.m. Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday. Um, so like daytime, like what are you gonna do? So I played a lot of Madden, but a lot of video games, and I would do it because, in my head, guys change teams, and I would play a different team every day, and so I felt like I had a general knowledge of every guy in the roster, <laughs> more so than before. Real thing. We'll talk about what Tyreek Hill said next hour. Uh, Greg Tui is our resident uh, Texas football fan, right? This is your, that's your squad. Those are your boys. That's where you react, overreact, underreact, no matter what's happening in Texas. Yep. Okay. So when I say Texas football, friend, talk about Texas. Um, when I say Tui, talk about Texas football, expected to win the Big 12 in their last year in the Big 12. Gigantic expectations on this team. And I mentioned Arch Manning. What are your expectations on him this year? Uh, as we talked about with Colin this week, the expectations were be this year would be for Quinn Ewers to have an amazing season, be a top five pick, and Arch Manning only sees the field in blowouts and comes back and starts next year. Now remember Arch Manning, uh, he's only 18 years old. And you might be sitting there going like, well, he's a freshman. He turns 19 in April. Most... Most high-level uh, college-bound athletes are older. We've we've reached the maybe they all read outliers. I was a holdback back in the day. Part of it was I needed it. I was a very late bloomer. 
But now most of them are, are older. He's only 18. He did not look good in the spring game. Is that, is that fair, Greg? Well, he didn't look good, but he also didn't play much at all. So it's hard to But get when him. he did play, yeah. it was bad. It, it wasn't, like, it wasn't good. Re- right? Like, he, he didn't play much. It's like, he can't help uh, himself. Doug, yeah. he no, cannot help himself. But he also did graduate early, so he was he that was during his senior year, still technically. So, sure, yeah, he it, looked bad, and it's almost like that's never happened in college football before, right? right. There oh, have been it, plenty of other guys okay. that have graduated early and gone and played spring football, and the difference is the name, right? It's 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 going to be hard, and that that's one of those like when you're Texas, you got to be very careful about who you take because. You know, the first time Quentin Ewers has a bad game, like, well, because I was actually at Peyton Manning's first game. I believe Todd Helton was the starting quarterback that played UCLA at the Rose Bowl. I know my sister was a UCLA cheerleader and in trots Peyton Manning. But there was a, there's a difference, more so than he's not even Peyton's son, but that's not even the point. I just, I, I will, let people take catch a breath and let the kid get kind of acclimated to being a backup Ewers was every bit the prospect of Manning, only didn't have the last name Manning coming out when he left a year early to go to Ohio State and didn't play. All right, coming up next, will the Jets work? Will they work? Maybe not. Tell you why next in the Hurt. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 